learned a lot. And I learned that, uh, I learned a lot. Anyway, uh, Bo, uh, Bo was associated here. Anyway, the point I want to make is, uh, I learned so much. I learned so much. I learned black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. But I mean, come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot, you know. You know the You know what I mean? You know the thing. You know what I mean? Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into this edition of Faxes of Freedom. That was a, a fire song, as you can tell. I'll put the link for that in the description bar below. That was Joe Biden literally talking about... Uh, I, I love it because it was a compilation of uh, all the horrible things Joe Biden has said to try to seem relevant. Unfortunately, they didn't put the clip of, uh, of him at the debates playing Despacito. Redonkulous stuff. That was uh, Joe Biden's Come On Man remix by What The F Bruh. I'll be sure to put that link in the description bar below. They put it up two months ago and it's already got 1.5 million views because, well, people aren't stupid. You know, people know not only is Joe Biden losing cognitive function and declining at like a exponential rate, but everything he says is like half a gaff, man. Um, <laughs> and so I thought that would be a hilarious way for me to intro the episode this week. Um, Salutations, my friends. I'm back from my break. And so um, I'll kind of keep it, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll shoot you guys straight. You know, this is not going to be a heavily political episode or a heavily conspiratorial episode. It's going to be like a more commentary based episode. Um, you know, 
I'll just start off by talking about the break and then I'll kind of go into things. You know, I'll try to explain kind of why I'm not fired up, but at the same time, why I'm more or less focused. It ties into why we had to take a break in the first place and what's really on the horizons. Um, over the break, you know, I simply got drunk, shot guns, made love to my woman, man. It was awesome. Um, and I don't really see how far I've come doing this type of work and the amount of things that I'm involved in. You know, I took the break because I'm starting up this second job where all the, I'm, I'm gonna have to like figure out how to have an employee for this. Um, we're making a decent amount of money doing things and I'm just having to reconfigure as we move forward into the year. So we'll talk about the election, censorship and stuff like this. I'll fly through some of the topics and then it kind of talk to you guys about the break and more. Uh, censorship ahead and after the election, obviously the Hunter and Joe Biden corruption, uh, potentially Chinese troops on the US-Canadian border, um, and th th these commentary topics that I kind of want to get into with you guys, uh, rights of passages, how they've been eliminated from modern society, uh, people not knowing that they're in a crisis, madness infecting the land, um, as well as regenerative technology coming from human sacrifice, adrenochrome and things of this nature. So if we, it, it, it's not gonna be heavily packed with information, it's gonna be more or less commentary. Um, but yeah, back to the break, back to kind of these revelations. Um, you know, we are, uh, we've been doing this for several years now and I kind of alluded to it in the Instagram story that the sad part, the sad truth about what we do now uh, is that it no longer specifically comes from passion. Obviously, I'm passionate about the work that we do and the things that we're involved in. But now this is borderline like a job and a business. And that's a completely different approach than trying to wake people up, putting out this information, having people on and doing all the different uh, basically love and passion related stuff to what I'm doing. My boot buddy man Ant says, where can I find actual information on Adrenochrome? Um, any other search engine outside of Google, do a fair amount of research. I mean, hit me up after the show. I can send you various articles that I've saved talking about Adrenochrome. Um, you're all good, Abel. It'll be on replay, bro. You're fine. Uh, if you'd like to hit me up after the show, I can send you a couple of articles, but the information's out there. Uh, for people that don't know, Adrenochrome is essentially uh, a chemical that's extracted from people whenever they're in extreme states of fear. This is one of the things that they talk about that the elite uh, are on. I mean, again, when we talk about the Hunter and Joe Biden nonsense, him beating up Asian children, uh, the trafficking of children, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a very real and com complicated topic, uh, buddy, man, aunt. So give me time and I'll get into that. But touching back on, you know, the break, some of the revelations and the things that were going on, you know, there are, there, there are a lot of different things that we've done over the several years of, of reaching this point. And I like taking breaks like that to kind of get my head like reconfigured, man, because this work is not easy. The days are not easy. And I know everybody's experiencing some form of adversity or hardship, but we're all going through this together. Um, and I'm no one special. You know, we're experiencing on record amounts of, of, of censorship. People are having their pages deleted left and right. It is a honor and a blessing to still be able to be here and operate in this capacity even if we are shadow banned, borderline uh, being disabled, it's it's an honor to be here. But the several years that it's taken to get to this position and this mindset, I really don't think that uh, people people quite comprehend that. 
that when I say several years, I'm talking about at least a, at least five years, bare minimum of uh, hitting the hard, hit, hit, hitting the work hard, hitting the pavement hard, providing this information, compiling it, putting it together, providing refer, uh, references, sources, information, packages, and all this other crazy stuff. And so what that really means is that we are no longer in that time frame, unfortunately. Uh, some of the conversations that I was having with gentlemen over this past weekend is, I'm a nerd. I think everybody can see that. I come from an intellectual point of view. Uh, I'm not somebody that's about all these other things that I talk about with you guys. But whenever I went to the range just the other day, I had like a quick malfunction and I caught it with both hands without like having a misfire or like a hiccup, man. And it's crazy just to see how my gun manipulation tactic or my gun manipulation skills have uh, evolved over the couple of months, bordering the couple of years. And so when I'm talking to you guys about the several years that I've been doing just the informational work uh, and the intensification over just this year and the past two years, it's definitely not normal, man. Um, it's definitely not normal. And so when I tell you that we're moving from that, that informational age into a time of action and a time of, uh, a time of productivity, that's truly where we're at. You know, and again, we've talked about this on the show time and time again, how good men or how weak men create hard times and how hard times create strong men and strong men create good times and then good times create weak men. I thoroughly believe that we're about to go into those hard times of the cycle. And so when I talk about the luxury of laziness, the luxury of ignorance, the luxury of time, that's definitely not something that any one of us have. Um, and whenever I appeared before you guys literally a week ago in my suit on my way to a, 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 an appointment saying that I had missed you guys, uh, this is how much I'm paying attention to the time. I live my life, unfortunately, in like hour and a half segments because of how fast things are accelerating. It's not optimal, it's not healthy to some degree, but that's to show you that we are quickly entering the quickening. And when I talk about the times of change that we're in and how both good and bad are occurring right now, we need other people out there that are doing this type of work, if not taking what we've done and expanding upon it. Um, I was having some conversations with multiple people throughout this break. I'll be posting a video after I get off the, the, the air with you guys about Antifa doing a public ritual or a performance art where they ripped out a heart and then ate the blood. Who knows whether or not it was a real heart, who knows if it was like a, a piece of art, but this is trying to show you the escalation, the intensification of things. And so when I'm talking about a lot of this stuff with people that don't have that boots on the ground kind of informational perspective when, not, when we're looking at all this stuff, they don't want to hear all of this. Uh, it's not that they don't want to hear it. They're not able to comprehend all these things that we say. And so when we're moving into this different phase of understanding, of action, of productivity, of work and more, we, 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 we just have to be mindful of that. Um, and I think what I'm really trying to say is my days of going hard on social media are quickly disappearing because that's no longer the battleground. Social media is no longer the battleground. If anything, that's where a lot of the mistakes will happen. You need to be out there in the real world. And so to kind of put a pin on what I was talking about and try to move through some of these topics, there are people who are reverse engineering what Antifa has done to society. And there are people who are reverse engineering what BLM are doing. And there are people who are not clicking up with organizations and they are doing this type of work that we're talking about and taking the type of type of the type of the type of talking points that we have and they're putting them into action uh, and i guess it just tripped me out being in this position to hear the type of work that we do here 
being expounded upon. Uh, and I'll be able to explain more of that later as more of that stuff comes into play and comes into focus. Um, it just trips me out, you know, seeing where we've come over the course of the, over the course of the years. Um, precisely. Yahir Trevino says that the truth community isn't the same anymore, man. Precisely. It's definitely not. COVID-19 definitely it, it, it unified us because we could all see that we were coming under attack. But at the same time, you saw it kind of nerf and pacify people. Um, and I'm not sure if that's because of the mental health epidemic, if that's because of the whole polarization with masks and anti-masks, whatever it is. But you're right, uh, Yahir Trevino that the truth community is no longer the same. You know, even whenever you look at things like QAnon, my friends, um, and I'm sure I'll talk about him sometime, sure, within this week or the next week, him being deplatformed from QAnon supporters, being deplatformed from, from, from Fedbook, Instagram, and more. Um, but even when you look at QAnon, you know, and how, how divisive that became, people are no longer, people, people are thirsty for courage, not necessarily sure if they're hungry for the truth. I think people know that they, I think people know that there's a truth, but they don't want to hear that type of truth. They want to hear more about the action. And so as we make that transition into a different state, I think that it should be acknowledged. Precisely, Migs, they're being censored and ridiculed. Um, and with that being said, let me go ahead and fly through some of these topics and then we'll go ahead and get this episode started for you guys. Um, we're gonna be talking about censorship ahead and after the election. Obviously, the Hunter and Joe Biden corruption, uh, Chinese troops on the U.S.-Canadian border. This is something I discussed with Miguel uh, and do some of our exclusive members. Really, really powerful episode. Um, and again, these these topics kind of come from that very same conversation. You know, the fact that people don't know they're in a crisis, that our instincts have been killed and numbed, uh, that madness is indeed infecting the land. And um, this ties into what we were talking about at the start of the show. That somebody had asked uh, about adrenochrome. We'll be talking about the elites using the technology and the material world to influence the spiritual and the immaterial world, spiritual alchemy. Uh, the fact that we're becoming witness to a global experiment with sacrifice and reward and so much more. So to go ahead and kick this pig and start talking about, you know, <laughs> why we're over here on the podcast page is censorship, you know. I mentioned it earlier that the battle space is no longer social media. Uh, some people say, oh, uh, I, had, I had somebody make me, a, I had somebody send me a story today or a response uh, to me saying the sad truth about what we do now is it's become like a job and a business. They said, make people pay for it. Tongue in cheek, I thought about saying, responding to them, should I make an OnlyFans? Should, I, should, should Freedom Faction become like an OnlyFans member? It doesn't work like that. What we do, it doesn't work like that. Information is not supposed to be paid for. The work is what people should pay for, but not the information. And so when we talk about censorship, when we talk about why I'm being censored, I'm not lying to you. We got fact checkers on the page, USA Today and factcheck.org. I'm not lying to you, those stupid sons of bitches. They could come through and see all the work that we're doing. The reason we're being censored is because we're telling you the truth. We're hovering over the target. And the sad part is, is if people were aware of the truths and aware of what we're talking about and the implications behind them, it would summon up action. It, obviously it sums up courage to some degree, but it demands action. I think that's kind of what I got upset about over this, uh, this, this break, is I was having multiple conversations with people who were probably 10, 20, 30 years my motherfucking senior. And not only is it badass to talk about 
America, guns, making love to your woman, being a man. But it also feels very comforting talking about these systemic issues and what you're going to do in your own personal life and in your communal life, your professional life and more to fix this stuff. But at another level, I was frustrated that we could have such conversational discussions over these controversial things. We shouldn't be casually talking about the destruction, not only of our rights, our republic, our communities, our lives, and more. I should not be motherfucking paid to get up here every single week breaking down these issues saying, oh, hey, look, they're trying to turn you into a degenerate scumbag. Don't do it. Oh, hey, look, they want you to practice Satanism even though they're not gonna call it Satanism. Don't do it. I should not be able to come up over here and put these pieces together and answer casually uh, what the hell adrenochrome is. That's the problem. The fact that things have gotten so overtly evil and wicked is the problem. But at the same time, that is the solution. I briefly mentioned this whenever I was on David Nino Rodriguez's podcast, his page, that in relation to Trump and all these other things that are going on, things have to get so overt and so chaotic and so in your face that you can't deny it. And that's what's happening right now. I didn't want to put in here that we're becoming numb to evil. I don't think people understand that. We're, I don't think they understand how much evil we're surrounded by. It has to get so overtly chaotic that all you do is fight it back. But I also feel like that's a part of a Machiavellian ploy. But we're talking about censorship ahead and after the election. You tell me why I have over 300,000 followers and I'm barely able to get about 200 likes on the post. If I cared about likes and all that other nonsense, we would have addressed this back then. The censorship that we're experiencing right now is because we're dead on. We're not playing into the left-right paradigm. We're showing you what the real issues are and we're breaking down why they're issues and how this impacts you and how this is gonna, again, impact the future landscape. But I'm not the only one. There are other people who unfortunately are posting on social media and, and their audience isn't able to see it. They're, 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 they're not communicating. They're talking essentially to an echo chamber that's not there. Earlier this week, I saw that uh, Jay of Truth Is Our Religion, his page was taken down that I think it was his, 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 his Truth or Religion 2.0 page at uh, I think 60,000, it was taken down. But Jay posts about Flat Earth, you know, and the Khazarian Mafia, the Jewish Mafia, which is very real, but still. Censorship is going on at an unprecedented record. But why? Why don't they want people to follow these pages and to put these type of talking points out there and to have this kind of communication? because it sows dissent. They want obedience. They want submission. They want total informational control over what you're, what you're allowed to say, what you're allowed to consume, and what you're allowed to partake in. This is why I find sometimes what I do dangerous because to a degree, you know they're letting me operate. This is why some people get verified. They're, they're not allowed to get deleted once they get verified. Me though, 300,000 followers, several years of Authentic behavior? No, you can't verify that, bruh. Gotta get rid of that. And that's what this is. Censorship ahead and after the election. Because whether or not, I, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a Trump supporter, okay? I'll sit up over here and tell the truth and sometimes Trump kind of meanders over to it and that's why they've kept me. It's because I'm not a devout Trump supporter. I'm about America. I love my country, man. 
I love American. I love God. And this is supposedly what Trump represents. And so sometimes people can kind of get what I'm doing conflagrated with that. Whatever. It's cool. I don't care. They're allowing me to operate because they want to see, well, how do people in this particular niche operate? What are their thought processes? Again, taking off QAnon a couple of weeks before all this sketchy information comes out on Joe or on Hunter Biden's laptop. And again, four years ago, we were experiencing this same kind of debacle with Hillary Clinton's emails. So when we're talking about censorship, I think everybody inherently understands what it is. You know, even today you have, you have Google uh, supportedly being subpoenaed with a lawsuit where they have to testify for lying before Congress. And Project Veritas put out a video today saying that, oh, we found out that Google is skewing search results for the Democrats. Sure. And so when we're talking about censorship, it's a much more complex issue than you think. You're talking about misinformation campaigns, psychological warfare operations, shutting down people's ability to speech, violating the First Amendment, Section 230, and all kinds of other things like this. Censorship is designed to curate information and to put forth the only talking points that are out there. You know, I was looking at some of the things that they're going to do with this debate that's coming up, taking out foreign policy uh, when, 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 when they're going to go over the debates because they don't want Joe Biden to talk about all the stuff that he's involved in with China. And I thought about, you know, now they're going to mute Trump's, Trump's mic. And I know this is all political theater, but I couldn't help but get this image of maybe you guys have seen it. It's that episode like in Black Mirror where one guy like finally wakes up and he sees that the entire society is like controlled and throughout the entire episode, they're having like a presidential election, like a debate, but there's no actual other candidates. It's just the candidate, right? Like one singular person that you're only allowed to vote for. And throughout the entire episode, as this individual wakes up, he's seeing that, you know, the TVs are watching him, that his phone's watching him, that his wife's watching him, right? People on the train are watching him. He's not able to wake up. He's not able to have these real thoughts because, well, everybody's in the system. And so when you watch this episode, some of the in, some of the information that's going on in the background, the events that are taking place in the background, is how people are given this illusion of choice. You're only allowed to vote for, for this candidate. That's they, they don't even say the candidates, it is the candidate, the singular one. Giving you again that illusion of option. That's what censorship is doing, unfortunately. Uh, again, with the polarization and everything as well. Civil discourse has been thrown out the window. The social contract has been broken and or violated. And so when you have things kind of moving towards this polarized extreme worldview, where, where can we have on common ground? Precisely, um, precisely Jared, like the Truman Show. It was precisely that. Uh, that was the episode, that was the, 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 the primary plot. And in the second, in the background plot, it was just that the people were given that illusion that they could vote for the candidate, even though the candidate had already been picked. They were just being rolled out and people were being accustomed to it. It's a very, very, uh, a very, very subtle and nuanced episode. I would definitely recommend it. I don't have the title before me. But what's happening right now is, 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 is just that the polarization of where people are pulling away because things are getting so extreme. I talked about this just the other day, or just the other week with you guys. I'm not sure if it was with you or with the exclusive members, 
but we were talking about, you know, the isms that are coming up. Communism, capitalism, fascism, socialism, and all these other isms, because it's become like a system of belief now. It's no longer like a political ideology or like a philosophical approach towards life that you have. It's now a belief system. That's how radical things have become. That's what I mean by that polarization. It is very dangerous. And the censorship is enabling it. And so when I'm talking about, hey, we should have civil discourse, we should be able to discuss things, here are the, here are the real facts, <laughs> here's the real issue, don't, don't, pay into what don't buy into what they're doing, focus on the task at hand. You know, a perfect example of this, and I'll move on, or this is a good thing to move on to, you know, is, is, is with the Hunter Biden and the Joe Biden corruption nonsense that's going on, they're saying, they're, they're not directly denying that Hunter raped and beat those children, but they're saying that the Russians got a hold of this information. So, so pay attention to that. They're saying that, yes, the emails exist. Yes, this did occur, but somebody, somebody else had access to that. That was the very same thing that happened with Hillary Clinton's emails. Whenever WikiLeaks released them, right? They're like, oh, it, it's it's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal for you to own a WikiLeaks. Uh, we're the press. We're the only ones that can have the WikiLeaks. It's like you fucking stupid. It, it, and it's and it's the same type of stuff with Hunter Biden's laptop. Now whether or not, because because we'll get that information. Don't you worry. There are internet sleuths out there and people on the internet on on the web. They're gonna find that release this information. You can find it. I'm not sure where, but it's gonna get out there. The very same way that there is just overwhelming evidence of pedophoric behavior from elected officials. It's out there. You can find it. So a perfect example of censorship, misinformation, and the ability that they have to socially engineer things is the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden corruption story. How they're able to spin it. Saying that indeed, this did occur. Oh, but you shouldn't focus on who gave it to you. They're trying to shoot down the messenger instead of looking at the actual message. Let me read a couple of headlines to you guys real quick, just so I can get this on here uh, for continuity's sake. Um, <laughs> this, and I put this up just before coming on. He's got to act. President Trump calls on AG Barr to investigate the Biden laptop scandal. I don't have the clip to play for you guys. Uh, but when you go look at the post, you hear, you see crack pipe smoking Hunter Biden taking pictures, trying to act like he's some 17 year old kid in a leather, in a blue jacket looking cute. And then in another picture, you see him in some kind of bath smoking a cigarette, looking like a degenerate junkie. And so the information's out there. Like, uh, I, I feel like at a certain level, talking about this type of stuff is overkill. It, it does need to go on the record showing that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and the Biden family mafia is a real thing. But at the same time, when we talk about, you know, Joe Biden's cognitively, cognitively declining, retarded ass, it, it, it becomes defunct. Uh, right here, Hunter Biden's laptop, quote, is not some Russian disinformation campaign. Uh, Director, of, Director of National Intelligence Ratcliffe slams Schiff. And you guys can go read that. We put that up. Uh, October 19th, just the other day. So more and more information is going to come out of Hunter Biden's involvement, not only with Burisma, Ukraine, now China, and, and more. And so when we, I, I guess I have to ask myself, why in God's name are we talking about this? 
I'll get in more. I'll get into more of this on this week's podcast episode. But think about this, and I'll say this to move on to Chinese troops on the U.S. Canadian border. If China had this information, let's just say Joe Biden gets elected, right? China now has the president's son beating up and raping little girls. You understand how compromised that would make us? How ineffective that would make us on a global scale? That's just one way to look at things. Dude, that's just, that's just one way to look at things. And I'll say this real quick and then I'll move on to the other stuff as well. Ghislaine Maxwell loses fight to keep her Epstein testimony sealed. It says that a federal appeals court dealt Ghislaine Maxwell, the alleged madam to disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein, two blows late Monday by declining, by declining to consolidate her appeals in numerous overlapping cases and striking down her effort to thwart the release of a controversial deposition she gave in a now sealed civil lawsuit. So yeah, just like Maxwell over there kidnapping kids, hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, Joe Biden uh, hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, Hunter Biden uh, doing secret trade deals, right? Bill Gates hanging out at the uh, Jeffrey Epstein's house, I think in Manhattan. Like we just keep getting more and more evidence of, of, of corrupt government officials, elected officials being in positions of power where they're able to somehow kidnap kids and trade them off and just do very, very shady things with them. And we're supposed to act like that's not happening. Like I'm supposed to act like, yeah, no, every time I see Hunter Biden's name, it's associated with some shady shit, I, uh, but I'm gonna vote for Joe. The cognitive dissonance surrounding a lot of these things is very, very dangerous, but uh, I'm, I, I gotta move on. I gotta move on. Cause I'll, I'll come back to talk about this type of stuff. It legitimately frustrates me um, that I have to sit here and beat this, beat this drum talking about these scumbags and a scumbag and a zombie and I hate to say that because it sounds rude man Joe Biden's got dementia but he still needs to answer for his crimes the same way that whenever George George Herbert Walker Bush senior died I spared him (laughs) no goodwill just because you're just because you're old just because you're dying just because you're about to meet your maker doesn't mean that you're immune to any of these type of uh any of these type of attacks. I believe in equal opportunity. I hate everyone equally, especially people that do evil fucked up shit. You guys gotta forgive my language. It's been a couple weeks, a couple days before I've gotten up over here to be able to clean up my language and talk about all this stuff. It's very, very frustrating, the crucial times that we're in. Uh, Chinese troops on the US Canadian border. I think we're gonna go ahead and fly through that. I put that under here talking, I put that underneath the censorship tag uh, because again, Look at who's running the censorship. Who benefits from censoring their opposition? Think about this, man. If you're about to if you're about to invade a nation, sure would be nice, and this is just me thinking again, sure would be nice if you could cripple your opposition. China literally released like a, a, a bioweapon on us and we're like, oh, it's the Trump virus. Oh, you know, my, my, I'm, you're losing your jobs. Depression's off the chains. Anxiety, suicides. You see how we're like weakened? Sure would be a shame if they were to strategically place their troops on our border. Sure would be a shame if they were ready to invade Taiwan. Sure would be a shame if you had compromised parts of our nation willing to welcome in our adversaries. Oh my God, I need to, I'm I'm getting frustrated. Chinese troops on the US Canadian border is put under here underneath the censorship tab 
because they don't want certain types of information to go out. I've talked about this with the with the exclusive members. Um, some of the some of, some of the hegemonic things that the Chinese defense minister has said in relation to America and conquering it. And so, censorship is a very big deal. Who's running it? Like we, we, we've talked about it on the show before. You know, you've got China, you've got Apple moving to China, giving them the code keys to all of this so they can go ahead and see, outside, they, 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 they can see everything that's going on. They already own Reddit. Like, like you, you, you've got to think about the strategic ability to disarm and disable your enemy before they even have a chance to get their pants on. And unfortunately, that's kind of what's happening here in America. Uh, people aren't able to see, again, the socioeconomic and the sociopolitical things that are happening here in our own country to where we are being culturally subverted. We are being financially subverted as well. A better example of this is to see what's going on in Africa, right? People aren't paying attention because I get it, America. In Africa, you have China developing parts of the nation. You have them going in there, not trying to conquer it milita militaristically, but financially putting the people of Africa in their debt. We covered it a couple of years ago where they said they gave uh, Africa is like $80 million or 80, 80 million trillion or something like that. I think it's 80 million. It's 80, 80 million or 80 billion. I'm not sure. Go fact check me, USA Today. They gave them $80 million on, they said on, with no strings attached. And that's a lie because money, <laughs> money comes with strings. You don't just get free money. Fast forward to where we're at now, you literally have, uh, unfortunately, Chinese nationals migrating to Africa, kicking the Africans out of their own country, calling Africans dirty people because you have the Chinese going in there, developing the land, putting the people in debt, making them debt slaves instead of, uh, instead of physical slaves, making them financial serfs instead of order takers. And so it's a very, very sophisticated plan. So when we're talking about that very same infiltration happening here, um, I don't think people quite get it. So to continue on talking about more of these topics, here's where we're kind of branching into the commentary. Uh, people don't know they're in a crisis. People don't know that they're in a crisis. This is something I left off talking about with the exclusive members uh, because of where I am uniquely placed in things. I feel like I'm seeing two movies go on right now. You may have noticed that I didn't start the episode mentioning My Patriot Supply, storable goods, all the other stuff, because, well, people don't care about that type of stuff. You got some people who are just like, ah, shut up, freedom. We're going to get through this. Just wear your mask, bud. And then you have other people who are just like, hey, I'm learning to recycle and reload ammunition. I'm getting water filtration units. I'm getting out there in the garden. I'm getting at least like two hours of sunlight because I'm in my yard all day. I'm building up like, I'm seeing, I'm see, for someone like me, I'm seeing two different movies. And I say that because people don't know that they're in a crisis. They don't see the threats that are out there. Uh, we left off talking about the hybrid warfare, right? Uh, on I think season, on episode 1034, we talked about hybrid warfare. And this is a type, or this is a, a, a topic we talk about particularly over here on Instagram Live a lot about the evolution of warfare from physical, uh, from psychological to emotional, to spiritual, to financial, to now biological because of, well, COVID and other things like this. We talk about hybrid warfare. 
So I'm understanding of how many different ways we're being affected and how many different ways we're, we're, we're being come at. And so out of response, I'm rising to the occasion. People don't know they're in a crisis. So therefore they don't feel like they need to rise. Thus they fall or they capitulate, which only emboldens the people to carry out more of these type of acts. Um, I didn't put this in here. I think this would be a better part for me to in, in, inject it, but rites of passage. I feel like this is a, a really good time for me to kind of break away from all of this and talk about rites of passages. Um, I'm going to be killing one of my chickens because my chicken killed one of my hens. And I can't have him doing that because, well, you're a rooster. You don't lay hen, You don't lay eggs. You don't have value. Um, and so I can't have you killing hens because they produce eggs. Rites of passages are different things that happen in your life that help you reach that next level. And when I'm talking about people not knowing they're in a crisis, that we are collectively experiencing the dark shadows right now. Like we are collectively being confronted with, with unilateral adversity. And so I'm saying that the rites of passage that's been taken from us, right? Getting, uh, getting a degree, getting a house, getting a car, having, uh, getting married, having kids, starting a business, right? Learning to invest, getting involved in your community. All this type of stuff has been taken from us strategically. It's been supplanted with this. And for audio listeners, I'm shaking my phone angrily. Your, your smartphone, the rites of passage that you have now is that, oh, you've got an account. Oh, you're, you, you found your niche. You found what you like. Oh, uh, you got a thousand followers. The rites of passage have been taken and subverted and supplanted with digital achievements. Very, very weird. Oh, you got your certification with blah, blah, blah. So you can do this now, right? Our goals are off. Our priorities are all off, right? Our priority, uh, we're, we're bass backwards right now. We ain't thinking straight. So when I'm, when I'm, I'll come back on this because I really have to figure out what are different kinds of rites of passages that people have to go through. Uh, for me, I'm talking about the killing of my chicken. I know that sounds silly, uh, but that's a that's that's just the easiest, quickest way for me to talk about certain things that you have to go through in order to make you reach that next level. You know, talking about children, talking about marriage, talking about confronting personal issues that you have to make you be a better person. And for everybody that's different, but the fact is, is they've tried, they've tried to stand, uh, standardize life now with this device. They've tried to make the playing field very level and equal, but that's not the case. They've nerfed us. Our rites of passage have been taken away from us. And now you just have, you just have personalities that people want to mimic. You have uh, styles that they want to adapt, right? You have this whole, you, you, you have this whole manipulation of, of, of what society is, of what a human is. You know, you got men not wanting to be men, women not wanting to be women, nobody wanting to work. And well, that's okay because, well, you're going to get your stimulus check, right? And so it's, it's, it's just nuts. And I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that more. The rites of passage being taken from us because it's a real thing. That's why you got arrested development skyrocketing. People thinking that, oh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't need to leave my mom's basement because my mom provides everything for me. It's like, are you a fucking retard? 
get the hell out of your mom's basement, eat shit for a couple months or years, get your head together, get off a minimum wage, and step the fuck up. The hell is your problem? But because now we have this mindset of just, oh, give me everything. I don't want to go get it. That's a problem. No one in their right thinking mind would expect somebody else to give them their success. But that's what I mean by our rites of passage being supplanted with this device. People don't know that they're in a crisis. They don't, they don't know that they're under attack. And so here I am feeling super weird, breaking down the different ways that we are being systematically destroyed. And because nobody's talking about it, I'm the strangling. I'm the strangling because I don't want to be a degenerate piece of garbage and filth as prescribed on the TV. Huh? Explain this to me. And so when I say that people don't understand that they're under attack, and again, the rights of passage is being taken from us, this, this kind of ties into what I was talking about with the exclusive members, the nature of the war before us. So many people are fearful and ignorant that they say, well, you know what, if, if, if nobody's going to tell me I'm under attack, if nobody's going to break down, well, how I'm being raped, I think I should just wait till Game of Thrones comes out with their new season and I'll be all right. You know what, here, let me get my mask on. I heard Facebook came out with a new VR system, you know. And, and, and when I'm not in my virtual world, I'll play uh, uh, PlayStation 5 or the Xbox One. And so do you see what I'm talking about? I think that's a good way for me to kind of talk shit real quick. You, 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 got you got people that think having an Xbox and having a PlayStation is a symbol of status. Again, that's a perfect example right there of rites of passage being taken. People thinking that, oh, I'm a big old bad person on the internet. I'm a big old bad person on the Call of Duties, on the interwebs, on the YouTubes, but I'm not shit in real life. You have people who, 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 who throw their all into not respawning under, under a minute on Call of Duty yet they will not lift a, finger, lift a finger for their grandma. You have people who will throw themselves into a system that, 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 that they basically, again, arrests your development, nerfs your mindset, stunts your growth, and destroys your spirituality, but you will not have people plant a garden. And I, I, and I know that's silly, like, oh, look at the, he's, he's, he's talking about Call of Duty and gardens, what a weirdo. No. It's not weird. What's weird is the fact that people think it's okay to stay the hell inside all day. <laughs> now go get you some sunlight, drink you some water, and be cool with your go cool with the community. That's weird. You get me? Like that's that's what I'm trying to break down. We are so bass backwards. It doesn't make sense. I'm gonna come back to that because it is very real. Which leads me on to a couple more topics I want to touch in with you guys. Uh, that our instincts are being killed, numbed. And that madness is infecting the land. You know, how much time do I have? I'm not sure. Great, perfect. Just keep going. You know, the fact that people have to trust that, trust the TV screen or trust some talking head or trust some lizard in a suit shows you that people don't have discernment. They don't think for themselves and they're foolish. 
And so when this happens, when you have people that throw away their consciousness, throw away their discernment, throw away their, 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 their knowledge, their wisdom, their, comp their, their comprehension, their, 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 when, when people throw that away, you're left with husks, puppets, fools, empty shells ready to do your bidding. When people don't know how to trust themselves again and learn learn how to find the truth and learn how to break these things down and, 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 and legit think for themselves and put two and two together, you have essentially a child, you have a baby, you have somebody that, that, that wants to be spoon-fed information. It's like when you put out like a, a flyer for a party, you put the address, you put the, the phone number, you put like cool little pictures, you put like a lowrider there, you put some hot chick, you know, twerking or whatever. And you put it all in cool letters and everything, and you still have somebody that hits you up saying, "Hey, man, can you send me your info? Can you can you send me? Can you send me this? What's your number? How do I get there?" And it's like, did you not see all this stuff out there? And your ass can't even think for yourself. I still have to do this for you. That's kind of what I was alluding to at the, at the start of the show. That unfortunately, the informational aspect of understanding where we're at with things is kind of being lost on people because there's so much stuff that's going on. Action is what people understand. And so when I say that our instincts are being killed and being numbed, it's because we're, we're kind of hitting a point with informational saturation to where people are blocking it out. They're saying, what, what does this have to do with anything? This has got nothing to do with it. I don't, well, I don't understand, bro. Like what? How is, how, how is Hunter Biden connected to satanic ritual abuse? You're just crazy. What? Why would you not want to vote for these people? And so when you hit this point of informational saturation, people don't care anymore. That's that. They become apathetic. They become numb. And that's a lot of where this, this comes from. And when, our, when I say our instincts are being killed, that comes back to, again, the rites of passages that we have to go through, where you begin to recognize what a liar looks like. You're able to say, okay, well, this person's lying to me. This person's not lying to me. This person's able to tell me like a little bit of truth, might be able to work with this person, this, that, and third. You're able to go through life and experience things, which gives you that discernment to where you're able to understand things much deeper. But our instincts are being killed. They're being soft killed, right? People going back and forth over the internet, acting like that's the thing you're supposed to do when people can't even find me like uh, legitimate articles or legitimate studies or legitimate statements testimonies videos references any kind of content or information to explain your point of view i would i would respect that more than ad hominem attacks and so to a degree we're dealing with low information low iq people that think that arguing is debating when no facts are being shared even as a child i had a saying that conversations should be a mutual exchange of information and if i ain't learning nothing from you i'm gonna hit the bricks sorry but that's where things should be but because people don't understand that that's what's happening and that a lot of what's going on right now is, 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 is rhetoric, foolish, violent, and ignorant rhetoric, that that's all you're gonna talk about is more garbage, more foolish and violent rhetoric, which has no purpose. That's why I'll, I'll, I will separate actual political topics versus the commentary versus personal experiences because it's, in, it's important to have this distinction. It's important to compartmentalize certain things. But again, madness is infecting the land. People's, people's uh, uh, instincts are being numbed. The rites of passage are being taken from us. You get to stay a forever child because of Xbox and your nostalgia. You get to stay a forever child because of your Game Boy and Pokemon. You get to stay a forever child because, well, Disney, 
Disney bought Fox. And so now everything's just entertainment. And this is very foolish. I don't have the quote here before me, but it talks about this even in the Bible. It says, when I was a child, I did childish things. But as I became a man, I forego my childish ways and stepped forth and became a man. This is another reason why they wanna just muddy up the genders and have all this other nonsense. Oh, little Timmy can be little, uh, little Susie. Little Susan can be uh, Johnny. What the fuck? This is dangerous. This is dangerous. All of the things that we talk about here are extraordinarily dangerous. And as we move forward into this new world order, a lot of people have to think about these things. The fact that what's trendy is sometimes not against your best interest. And if anything, what you should use is use those things that are trendy to identify what you believe that much more. Don't go along with the nonsense. Think for yourself, you fool. Oh, I'm getting frustrated. Oh, I'm getting frustrated because what 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 we're casual what I'm beginning to casually talk about with you guys is everything I had said last year. The suicide spirit, right? The nihilism, the apathy, the depression, the anxiety, all of this stuff coming home to roost. The delusional and hysterical mindset that people have adopted now manifesting in the real world. Which leads me to my next topic. The elites using, using technology and the material world to influence the spirit and the, and the immaterial world. Spiritual alchemy. You know, I was a... Uh, I was listening to this YouTube channel um, go over the Testament of King Solomon. And it was, oh man, I'm a nerd. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, shit. Um, it was awesome because it, for those who don't know King Solomon, he's in the Bible. He's supposed to be the wisest man, so wise that he was even able to command demons to do his bidding, to help him build the temple so wise that he was the wisest man in the world at that time. And the Testament of Solomon, I think is like a, it's like a, it's like a collection of books from both like the, from like the Middle Ages, from like 600 BC, the Middle Ages and more. And it's got Greek, Jewish and Christian like annotations. And they're talking about, they're like, they're like, they're like breaking down King Solomon's like life and the varying different demons he came into contact with, the Seven Sisters of Hell, uh, Ornius, uh, Asmodeus, all kinds of different demons and where they represent. Uh, Beelzebub, right? How he's able to subdue some of these spirits and bring them underneath his control. But, spoiler alert, where I'm at in the story, it begins to talk about, well, was, was Solomon given this signet ring by God as a test only to see how, how deep his faith was. And then later on, it talks about how, is Solomon trying to play both sides against the middle? Is Solomon trying to praise God, but use these demons to advance his wealth? And it was so, it's, it's so, oh my God, so cool to like hear, hear them break it down. Um, I'll try to put, I'll, if I remember, I'll try to put that playlist link in the description bar below, I think it's the Legends of History, um, and it is the Testament of Solomon. You guys can go find it on YouTube. I'll try to put the link in the description bar below. But the reason I, I went on that jag is to talk about how everybody inherently knows 
that the spirit that the physical world is just like the the eight bit the eight bit one dimensional version of like how how the world works <laughs> that like right now we are in a um, we're in a we're in like a forty p low resolution reality <laughs> um, that. That the, that the real world, the, the world that we think of right now, is not the real world. You know, this is why you have some people of the of the holographic matrix and uh, electric universe proponents and things like that saying that we live in a simulation. That's where the simulation theory comes from: is that people understand that our bodies are simply receivers for our deeper spiritual existence. Um. And so when I'm saying that the elites are using technology, the material world, to influence the spiritual world, that's unfortunately how dumbed down we've become. That we now think, oh, I'm flesh and blood. Oh, that's all I am. No, 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 no. That's deception. That's the lies of the devil. There is something much deeper inside of you that comes from God that is operating here. Don't, don't buy into that lie. That's a satanic lie, thinking that you're some kind of beast here. No, 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 no. You're a divine creature given birth, given life by God, okay? That's that's the first and foremost thing. But because we have become so polarized, so angry and so hateful and so spite-filled and so ignorant, we don't get, we, 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 we are truly a race with amnesia. And so when I say that the, that, that, that the elites are using technology, the material world to influence the spiritual world, what is censorship? That's why people are so crazy right now because they're not being listened to. But like, like when I when I when I'm trying to explain this, I'm trying to say that there's a great discussion going on, and the censorship is slowly tightening what's allowed to be said. And so, as as this great discussion is taking place, you're we're losing some of the beauty, some of the some of the magic, some of the mystique, some of the some of the amazing parts of humanity and now we're just gradually getting down to the very very bare minimum and it's turning us into beasts it's turning us into fools it's turning us into monsters it's turning us into animals that's why people don't know <laughs> unfortunately any any kind words right any any ways to give compliments right how to say nice and positive and hopeful things how to have a mindful uh, a mindful mindset when covering these type of topics or when looking at the real world it doesn't happen like that uh, because people are having their language curated they are being censored and i pointed this out <laughs> i pointed this out like years ago whenever i began to experience it that they want us they realize that we're going through a time of awakening right now folks is waking up folks are waking up it's a paradigm shift the great awakening however you want to look at it people are waking up and they said oh sh oh shucks crap we can't get people waking up figuring out about hunter biden figuring out about hillary's emails figuring out about jeffrey epstein we, we can't do that let's give them these phones yeah yeah they can wake up but only through our device see how that works that we are going through a period of enlightenment and or and in order for them to control it they have to enslave us does this make sense? I hope it does. This is again, more of that censorship. They're allowing for us to go through a period of quote, enlightenment, but it's controlled for their outcome. Yeah, folks is waking up, but they want them to wake up on these censored platforms. They want them to 
wake up to things in a selective manner. That we're going through that that, that we're going through an awakening period filtered through these devices. So when I tell you that the elites are using technology in the material world to influence the spiritual world, the immaterial world, that's where we're at. At the start of this, at the start of the pandemic, I remember record or, or, or reporting on a, and I think it happened in April, a global mass meditation. And it, on the Schumann resonance chart, which is essentially the heartbeat of the planet, it registered an intense spike right around that time. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that there are more aspects to humans than we think. And whenever they have us just flooding this phone, flooding the, the digital cyberspace with nothing but hate, vitriolic negativity, that's not the world. You get me? That's not how the world works. We are much better than just, oh, Trump, Biden, red, blue, orange, lemon. Like we're, we're, we're better than these, these, these foolish things that they keep positioning, offering to us. That they are using our openness against us. You know, an easier way for me to kind of just break this down to people, and I, and, I, and I don't think I can say it more so than I've already said it. They want to be able to dictate reality and, 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 and manipulate what you're allowed to show. The timer just popped down and talks, uh, tell me I got about a minute and 50 seconds left. I got to come back and talking about this because it's, a, it's, 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 it's much deeper than that. They are allowing us to go through a period of awakening, but, but they want to govern it. This is again, why I'm saying they're, they're, they're allowing me to operate, but for some reason that I haven't been able to discern yet. And I am only a bellwether for everything else and everyone else that's going through the very same thing. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, uh, we're going to be closing out talking about uh, the elites using technology and the material to influence the spirit and the material, spiritual alchemy, uh, being witness to a global experiment, as well as regenerative technology coming from human sacrifice, uh, essentially dark, <laughs> essentially dark technology, satanic science and more techno, techno sorcery and more on the other side. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll be joined by you guys, your guests, questions and more on the other side, uh, talking about this and more. But like I said, we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, hopefully things will come flooding. And remember guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out. If you've been offended, your feelings must be defended. Go! Freedom of expression is a microaggression. Here comes Angela Frey. He's always ready to fight fascism with fascism. Starbucks windows don't stand a chance. Ethic enhancer. He's a systematic racism finder.
understand what's going on around you. You are in a state of war and you have precious little time to save yourself. which we call active measures. The first stage being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. The next stage is destabilization. What matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. The next stage is crisis. With a violent change of power, structure and economy, period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all the schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C. We will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. time bomb is ticking, but every second the disaster is coming closer and closer, the danger is real. to uh, start the transmission off with so much profanity. Apparently that's how people feel. With that being said, thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning into this second edition, the second segment of this week's edition of uh, Instagram Live. You just heard 
Antific radicals conducting a, quote, satanic occult ritual on the streets of Boston, Massachusetts this weekend as they burned American flags and chanted praise to the, quote, chaos God and ate a bloody heart symbolic of the president of the United States. The Antifa occult gathering was organized to supposedly counter a protest against left-wing violence also held in Boston on the weekend. Video of the disturbing scene posted to Twitter shows a group of sign and bullhorning wielding Antifa radicals gathered in a city street in Boston, letting out demonic yells and shrieks as a member of the group begins to suck the blood out of a heart meant to symbolize President Trump. I put that up in between breaks. I thought that it was again just emblematic of everything we've talked about here. Uh, before going to break, we were talking about the elites using technology and the material to influence the spiritual or the immaterial, spiritual alchemy. And I felt that was only appropriate, again, as we have more revelations from Hunter Biden's laptop, extreme pedivoric behavior, sexual abuse of the highest regards, of, of, of the highest kinds uh, coming out. Again, one of the biggest news stories of our time of a presidential candidate's son being compromised. And you don't hear a word of it in mainstream media. Salutations and thank you for tuning into this edition of Factions of Freedom. <laughs> you know, we are, uh, I don't know what you would call us, man. You know, I don't know what you would call us. But I tell you what, I don't care what you call us because I know what I'm doing and I'm sorry if that offends you you know all your listeners you guys don't know this I'm rocking a polo I don't do that but this new gig's got me buying suits and rocking polos and that's a foreign life to me um, and so uh, we're uh, we're growing and uh, just to see the degeneracy that we talk about and post about like on the friggin' regular is, is somewhat sad. I'll kind of describe it for audio listeners who were unable to see that clip. You were watching basically a grown man jump and dance around in a circle like, you know, he's at Woodstock or something or rather. You're, you're having a grown man dance in a circle after eating a heart and burning a flag, screaming, praise to the chaos God. A grown man. That's kind of crazy, ain't it? But the the sad part is, is that dude's not, he's, he ain't nothing new. He's emblematic of everything that we discuss, unfortunately, on this show and on the page. Uh, not last week, but the week before last, we had talked about, shucks, a couple weeks ago, I'll just say that. A couple weeks ago, we talked about precisely the plants are thriving and surviving an incel. An involuntarily celibate man, yes. Built up sexual energy, uh, acting like a child, arrested development, precisely an incel. Before the break, you know, uh, we had covered how Catrice Colors admitted to practicing witchcraft. One of the co-founders of BLM practicing witchcraft. Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, the notorious madam for Jeff Jeffrey Epstein, she has to testify about her sexual life. She lost that court appeal she has to give a deposition about all the things that she was doing what i'm trying to say is when you look at the people that we're talking about again that antifa individual who just 
Ada Hart. I'm not sure if that's performance art or a ritual. Anybody can leave that up for debate. But when you're looking at these people, you have to ask, where are they learning this? Who is telling them to go out there and do this? Why are they doing this type of stuff? Why do I have to care? You don't have to care about these things. They're going to go ahead and do it, though. You don't have to care about it. You know, again, and this is it's, it's, it's just so crazy because this is how fast stuff happens. Uh, last year, I talk about it on the show all the time, the protest we did back in September of last year, we're still dealing with the fallout of that. The reporter put out the article and it wasn't destructive, it wasn't fair, but it was forgiving. Um, and at that actual protest, I talk about it all the time, I saw a sign that says hexafascist. Now, prior to going to this protest, and this ties into what I was talking beforehand at the start of this uh, whole transmission, the several years, the five years that I've done like boots on the ground, stuff like this, and then the next two years where I'm just doing all kinds of other crazy stuff. During that five year time period, that's whenever I was researching all this information about what I would call, what I now call the occult world, uh, the rise of the, of the satanic temple, after school Satan, uh, all the other crazy things that have gone on with the satanic temple and occult things, witches that buy trumps, uh, witches that get together once a month, every every month to cast a, hell, cast a spell on Trump and anybody else. I did a show with Ron Johnson of Stranger Than Fiction News about the organized occult operations that are going on. Who's telling these people to do this stuff? Who's like, hey, this is a great idea. You should eat this heart in the middle of the city. Yeah, do that. And then say it's Donald Trump's. Who's telling these people to do this type of stuff? Who's emboldening these type of actions? And so before you know, we left off on the break, I was talking about how we're going through a period of enlightenment and you're gonna see a lot of degeneracy, you're gonna see a lot of scumbags, a lot of stuff come out that's not necessarily meant to frighten or scare you, but it's meant to make sure that you're on the right side of the aisle. You can look at that video I just showed you. I'll play it here quickly for you guys one more time. You can look at that video I showed you and you can tell that man's not on the right side of things. Something ain't right with him. And the fact that you got, again, a grown man willing to be emboldened by hanging out with a mob doing this type of stuff shows you the degeneracy that I'm explaining. So here, let me go ahead and play this for you. And I'll continue on playing. Uh, I'll continue on getting into these clips or these topics and we'll, we'll continue on. This is again, uh, Antifa in Boston, Massachusetts, eating a heart. Look at him tear that thing. Look at him rip that semi. So I'm sure these people had issues prior to Trump. Unfortunately, Trump just acts as the vehicle and the vector point 
for all those people to get that type of stuff out. I've got people in the comments saying, what the what, what was the purpose of that? What the, f because exactly, what was the purpose of that? Other than to be sensational, other than to what? Get, you, they got their moments of fame on social media. You look that shit crazy. It's like that guy the other day that, cl that climbed a, a Trump tower. It's like, I'm a, it's like an Asian guy. He's like, I'm a Black Lives Matter. And if Mr. Trump doesn't come see me, I'm going to cut the rope down. It's like, what? what? When did people become so nuts? What is that? What is that? Here, let me, let me, let me see if I can connect it for you. Before taking that break, we were talking about how the elites are using the technology to influence the spiritual world. That right there is a perfect example of it. You see these, maybe I'm a 90s kid. We all watch Jackass. We all watch those videos and they all played that little disclaimer right beforehand. They said, hey, do not attempt these uh, stunts at your home. You'll get hurt. Nowadays, people see that. They're like, oh my God, that's the, I, I need to do it. I need to grab a heart. I need to burn a flag and then I'll be successful. It's the same reason you see people going out there taking Biden signs, taking Trump signs. Who's telling these people to do this? This is what's telling these people to do this. That's why people are doing this. Because they're not in their right minds. Their phone has their mind. That's why. Again, no one in their right mind is going to say, you know what? It's a weekend, man. I'm going to go get me some of my friends. Go get me like a, a nice full cow heart. Yeah, I'm going I'm to get me like a cow heart those things are meaty and you know what I'm gonna go get a nice American flag and I'm gonna find me like a nice patch of ground in the in the city I'm gonna light the flag on fire and I'm gonna eat the heart like no no one in their right mind has these type of thoughts you get me oh and then once I get done eating the heart and burning myself I'm gonna dance around in a circle <laughs> praising the chaos God yeah no one in their right mind is gonna do that. So when I say that the elites are using technology, the material world, to influence the spiritual world, it's a much deeper statement than just that people aren't well. Um, you know, and I said this going into the pandemic, and I've been saying it throughout the entirety of the pandemic, that people are not well, that you cannot have people experiencing such prolonged stress, anxiety, and more without beginning to see some fractures in their personality. Uh, you cannot lock up and traumatize people for several for, for a couple of months and not expect degenerative things to begin to surface. And that's exactly what we're seeing. People are not well. And when I try to clean up and come before you guys to talk about these things, that's showing you the courtesy and the respect of saying, hey, we need to discuss these things. I think this is the best format to do so. I'll try to do my best to, 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 to lay out this information so that we can, in our right minds, go through this. You imagine me trying to talk to these people about these things going on because they're not well. And people don't want to be well. That's another thing. People are okay with being sick. And whenever you talk about the mob mentality and how that only emboldens these type of actions, it's not well. It's looking like the purge out there. It's looking like the purge out there. And so when you have people who use Donald Trump as the vector point, the vehicle for them to let out these demonic shrieks, these, uh, these 
this emotional turmoil they're feeling, uh, the, 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 the crippling blah, blah, blah. You're looking at a, a, you're looking at people look to politics for the spiritual solution. You're looking at, you're looking at them, look at the material to fix how their immaterial feels. Doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. You'd be done up. You'd be looking the best way you can and you still be a zombie inside because that's who's running things. You guys got to get, you got to forgive me because I'm not firing on all cylinders. So I'm just trying to work through these things and explain it in a simple way, but a, a better way of explaining this. We talk about it all the time when we look at transhumanism, you know, spirituality, even demonic possession and so much more people want their bodies to be in synchronicity with how their spirit feels. They want their bodies to feel the way that their souls feel. Like I, I wish I had a bigger beard so you could feel how badass I want to be. As soon as I get that beard, I'm going to be badass. Don't worry about it. Till then I just got my gains and my muscles. And I say this because I want to be good. I want to be wholesome. I want to help folks. I want to, I want to undo some of this, some of this stuff, dude. And so I'm going to get my act together so that I can help other people, right? When you're looking at that, again, that, that, that video is just so emblematic of everything that we've talked about here that again, you've got a grown man, a weak willed grown man radicalized by the mob dancing in a circle, praising the chaos God, dissociating from reality. Like <laughs> that is, it's, it's, it's so emblematic that it's almost terrifying. It, it, it's, it's almost terrifying. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm really taken back, not necessarily by that video, but again, how synchronistic, how, how synchronistic is it of everything I'm saying, madness infecting the land, uh, technology, technology, technology escalating or intensifying people's spiritual decline. And then it's like, oh, Look at this video of this grown man dancing in a circle eating hearts. And we don't know if that was a real heart. Could have been something he got at like Party City or at, at, at like um, one of those like uh, uh, seasonal stores, right? Spirit or whatever. Could have been one of them plastic hearts filled up with like the fake blood juice and he just, ah, just ripped it, you know? That's why I asked the question of at what point does performance art become a public ritual? It's a very, very real discussion. But the fact is it was still done. The fact is, it's gonna be done more. And the fact is that eventually that effigy, that substitute, that fake will, will, will be real. And unfortunately, this is something we've talked about on the show that people are beginning to embrace uh, Satanism, even though they don't think it's Satanism. I was listening to, just to, just to kind of mix up real quick and jump back into these topics. I was listening to uh, Steve Quayle on the Hagman and Hagman report the other week, um, it was like two weeks ago, and he had talked about how October 21st was supposed to be the grand feast, the quote, grand feast, uh, the, satan the Satanists' great sacrificing. So 
October 21st is tomorrow. That's probably right whenever people will be listening to this. Um, and so when I'm putting this here, what's coming out on Hunter Biden's laptop? The fact that he beat and tortured little Asian children knowing that he would be compromised. But what have I been talking about throughout the entirety of this transmission? From Hillary Clinton, to Jeffrey Epstein, to just Clay Maxwell, to Hunter Biden, to, <laughs> to, to all of the other people that we've covered over the years who are involved in this type of pedophoric behavior. We're, it, it's coming out. They can't hide it. This isn't something we can just gloss over. And so what I'm asking about the grand feast, you have to think about even when Trump's doing his anti-human trafficking things and stopping all the traffickers and the human traffickers and cutting down on child sex trafficking, we are dealing with a demonic system that runs off of the off of the blood of innocence, that runs off of children. And you got people, you got you have people coming out against abortion in that capacity because they understand about the abortuaries and more, that it's not my body, my choice, that it's something else entirely. When we're talking about the grand feast and more, like I, I, I think I just trip out uh, because there's no way that you're gonna, that there's no way that the information is gonna come out about mass child kidnapping and abducting and stuff like that. But you, 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 you've got to ask the question of if we're dealing with such a, with such a satanic and beast style system, you can't just cut the flow of energy, you can't cut the flow of children off on this system without expecting some kind of violent backlash. And I thoroughly believe that that's where we're at right now, that we're beginning to see that backlash as more and more of these revelations come out, right? That corrupt elected officials are involved in super shady behavior to where they need to be deposed. You're gonna have even more destabilizing events. Uh, you're gonna have, unfortunately, situations like with that gentleman right there in Boston, Massachusetts, conducting these type of public rituals to detract away from these revelations. It truly is like, it truly is like a battle of good and evil. Like it, it, it really is like, not necessarily that simple, but it is that complex. And when you break it down, it becomes that simple. So when I'm trying to say that they're, they're cutting off the power, they're exposing these people, they're shining light on these cockroaches, well, they're gonna react. And this is a system that's been in play for Chuck's way past my lifetime, probably three or four of my lifetimes. Um, you know, retired head of the CIA, Ted Gunderson talked about this man, about shadow governments, deep state, um, a whole separate wing of government being compromised by these dark satanic occultists. And so we've talked about this on the show, unfortunately, the externalization of the hierarchy, where they're saying, yeah, yeah, we yeah we kill babies, yeah we kill old people, yeah we drug folks, yeah we don't give a shit though. They're 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 putting it out there, so that people say you know what I do have those values. Now that I think about it, I don't care about other people's children. I don't care about old people's lives. Yes, give me free drugs. And so what's happening with the externalization of the hierarchy is they're putting that stuff out there. They're saying, hey, this is our method. This is how we've achieved power. If you want power too, do what we do. Destroy your opposition, kill people, terrify them, embrace these dark things because they know they're good. You should know you're evil. You should consciously commit to the dark side. Look at all the fun we're having. Look at all of the fun we're having. Look at that. Doesn't that seem like fun? Right? Doesn't that seem like fun? 
ripping open potentially plastic hearts, human hearts, animal hearts. Doesn't that look like fun? Screaming out there in the gods saying, ah, God, praise to the God of chaos. Doesn't that sound like fun? Doesn't this look like the best thing since apple pie and ice cream? Don't that, don't that look better than like whiskey and a cigar, bruh? Doesn't that look like just the cat's meow? Precisely, James. Spiritual wickedness. Precisely. Spiritual wickedness. And so when we're talking about the externalization of the hierarchy, the externalization of the method, the fact that people are using technology to influence the spiritual world, doesn't that look like fun? Don't you and some of your other Trump-hating friends want to eat a heart and burn a flag and say, F America? Doesn't that look like a great old time to you? All the, ki all the kids are doing it. It's so cool. All the kids are doing it. Spiritual wickedness. I want to sucker punch those people too, but at the same time, we have to allow these people to operate because, well, they have the same rights we do. They're allowed to do this. You should be freaked out, Tatum. It's freaking me out. I'd be pretty put off by that in person. I think anybody would. And so when I talk about hexafascists at my own local protest where they're saying, hey, look at this black guy over here, ran all these flags, hexing, cast spells on him. What's he doing out here? What's this guy doing with like 14 other people standing against this mob of 200? The idea for all of this, and this is what I mean by degenerative behavior, it's to scare you, but whenever you have whenever you're armed with like the facts and knowledge and the truth, stuff like that doesn't necessarily scare you. It kind of just makes you like, you feel sad for those type of people because you know they're lost, you know they're deluded. And when they do things like that, dancing in a circle, you know, praising their God, knowing full well they're conducting blasphemous behavior and they're trying to intimidate and scare you. You have to let these people do that because that's their way of expressing themselves and you gotta let them stay over there. That's not what you do. <laughs> like Chadwick Bozeman says, we don't do that over here. We don't do that. Have fun. Go find your hearts elsewhere. And that's unfortunately where a lot of things are gonna become, are gonna be coming from in the future. People are going to begin to expose and express themselves. Great. Don't interrupt somebody while they're destroying themselves. I'm not saying get the popcorn you know, and start watching the destruction. Don't engage in the destruction, but at the same time, be aware of it. Be aware of what these things are designed to do so that it only emboldens your faith and makes you that much stronger. It's sad to see people, a grown man, carry on in that way. It truly is. I'm sure in that dude's head, at one point in time, he thought he was, again, the cat's meow eating a heart. It is, it's, it's nuts. This is nuts. Kate Mott 1982 says that Soros is ramping up the satanic bullshit. Precisely. Um, again, Patrice Cullors, one of the co-founders of BLM, talking about practicing witchcraft, what we covered over here, techno sorcery, using people's deaths like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and more, summoning them back up through technology 
so that they can manipulate their image. It's exactly what it is. You know, and it's, it, it, again, just as we get closer to wherever our destination is, a lot more of this stuff is going to come out. And it's going to make you think that it, it, it's, it's designed, it's going to make you think things are, things are scary, things are overwhelming, like, oh my gosh, that everybody's evil. That's not the case. The fact that the stuff comes out shows you that there's some good trying to take place. And I know we can't see that, but that's again, a part of the manipulation and how we have to learn discernment and expose these things. Let these people conduct themselves in that manner. Just stay the hell away from me. <laughs> you know, like Lil Duval says, we're in this together, but stay the hell away from me. And that's where we really got to come from. Um, so let me, um, let me, let me, let me put two of these topics here and then I'll kind of continue on. We unfortunately haven't received any, uh, any requests to join us, which is good. Um, my brain doesn't work so well. Good. <laughs> this is the first week back. And when I take a break, I take a break. And so getting, uh, getting the mouth ready to cover these types of things, to have the, the, the connection with the brain, the mouth and the anger, the heart and all this. It's a little bit difficult. I ain't gonna lie to you. So you gotta give me a little bit to get connected. Uh, but I wanna briefly talk about rites of passages again uh, and being witness to a global experiment with sacrifice and reward. I think I'll come back to the rites of passage and touch on, touch on the being witness to a global experiment. You know, again, with, with, with COVID-19, it kind of switched switch gears. Jared, the page, I took a, I took a quick break. Uh, he says, I thought your page was taken down. I'm not going to lie. I took a break um, because of the new job that I started and because of the censorship and just trying to organize everything. I was like, I'm working too hard. Screw all this. I'm going to go have me a beer and spend some time with my woman and fire off a couple rounds. I'm going to feel good. I'll come back to this. The world will keep burning. I can take a break. So uh, they, we are shadow banned, borderline disabled, but I did take a break to kind of recycle and reset things. Um, but yeah, back into the topics with COVID-19 to switch up from Satanism and the immaterial and all those other things with COVID-19, we have seen such a radical shift and not only government, but communication information and so much more that the easiest way I can explain it is we are in a global experiment right now. You know, the fact that they're doing a lot of the things they're doing with the vaccine trials is a violation of the Nuremberg code because you're not supposed to be conducting human experiments. But the fact that you have uh, these corporations getting behind it with government backing, they're able to violate the Nuremberg code, the Nuremberg, Nuremberg code where they're able to conduct these human experiments. So that's why you're seeing 200,000 dead here, 50,000 dead here. Uh, spinal inflammation <laughs> as a as a symptom with the vaccines over there right day-long headaches over here uh 40 uh, percent lung functionality from those that have recovered we're in a global experiment right now and covid 19 kind of kicked the doors open with that and whenever you go back to event 201 you look at them say hey specifically johnson and johnson saying hey guess what in order for us to get this ready-made vaccine that's gonna help save a couple of thousand lives, 
we've got to have regulatory flexibility. What that means is we don't want to be held liable whenever people start having bad reactions to this vaccine. We'll make your vaccine for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll sell it to you for sure. But when there are cross reactions and bad reactions and people start having, you know, like seizures and again, day long headaches, spinal inflammation, uh, losing the function, the, the, the functions of their limbs, we don't want to be held liable for that. We help you, but we don't want to, we don't want to be held liable for what we're going to cause. We are witness right now to a global experiment. With sacrifice and reward, you know, I'll be covering that this week on the podcast episode. Apparently, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo, New York, joined the anti-vaccine community briefly with a statement saying that people should distrust the COVID-19 vaccine because Donald Trump is behind it. I'm very, I don't trust any vaccine. It's true. Um, my older brother has a vivid memory of me being chased around a doctor's office because I don't want to have a shot put in me. And that same type of uh, fear has followed me into my adult life. I mean, my God, think about it. If somebody put like an air bubble in your system, like in your blood, my God, they could kill you, let alone a vaccine, Jesus. So call me paranoid and skeptical, but I don't want anybody raping me biologically with, 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 the, with a device. Uh, so I'm terrified of that. But when I'm saying that we're witness to a global experiment with both sacrifice and reward, you already have people sacrificing themselves um, for the development of this vaccine. And what I'm, what I'm eventually going to get around to saying is that the vaccine won't work. It's going to cause a lot of problems. And that's what they want. They want to pay, they want you to pay for the treatments. That's why the vaccine is going to be free because the treatments won't be. They'll cure you for sure, but they're going to, I say that with air quotes, but they're going to make sure that you pay for those treatments, you get me? So when I say we're, we're, we're witnessing it right now, they have to sacrifice a couple people saying, yeah, we're trying. Heck yeah, we're trying to beat this virus. Uh, uh, look at all these bodies that we've, we've, we've fed into this vaccine manufacturing system. Yes, we're going to find the virus. Meanwhile, the vitamin section at every single store is completely filled. Vitamins and supplements are perfectly stocked. Yeah, we're going through like shortages. It's like people aren't building up their immune system, getting their gut flora better. They're not getting sunlight. They're not taking iodine, vitamin C, right? Zinc, selenium, magnesium, any of this stuff. They're just waiting for the vaccine. And so they're saying, hey, you see all these people we're putting here? You see, you see all these bodies? We're cramming these people into this vaccine manufacturer. Look at this, Pfizer's got vaccines, AstraZeneca's vaccines, Bill Gates got vaccines, even look, even Donald Trump got vaccines. President Xi Jinping of China's got vaccines too. Hey, we're shoving people into this and you're gonna take it. You're gonna take it because it's a show. There is no cure for it. You can't stop somebody from getting sick. Can't do that. What you can do is you can tell them, boost your immune system. You're gonna get sick. Like, uh, I, my girlfriend got me sick over this break. I'm over here having to suck down um, lozenges, like little lemon lozenges. 
You can't stop people from getting sick. If Donald Trump, the president of the United States himself got sick, my friends, you cannot stop somebody from getting sick. But what you can do is you can help them fight off the sickness. You can tell them to boost their immune system. You can tell them to take care of themselves, get some sunlight, my God, drink some water. Don't, don't, don't plunge a needle into your arm filled with a dangerous concoction of, 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 of chemicals, my God. And you want to mandate this? The hell is this? This, that sounds like Nazi Germany to me. And so when I tell you that we are witness to a global experiment, both with sacrifice and reward, I just briefly told you about the sacrifice, the real reward. And you can you call it that if you want. I don't think it's a reward because you're having to sacrifice people's lives for the development of science, which is, which is, which is very, very dangerous. Um, the reward will be what they call the life extension technologies, the regenerative technologies. Stem cell research, that type of stuff. Oh, but we found this out. Where did the stem cells come from? Aborted fetal tissue. It's like, so you're telling me you can cure, you can cure some of my disease, but it comes from aborted fetuses. You can, somebody give me a call real quick. Being witness to a global experiment with both sacrifice and reward. They are gonna sacrifice these people to say, hey, guess what? We're gonna give you better technology. We're gonna help you build yourself up. This transhumanism, this is dangerous. Kill me, I'm not wanting to live forever. I don't want immortality. I've had a great ride and I'm gonna have an even greater life too, no doubt. I don't wanna live forever, I'm very, blessed with the life I've had so far. I don't want to extend it because we're all appointed a time to live and appointed a time to die. But when I say that we are witnesses to this global experiment, you're going to have people coming out of this and going into this thinking, oh, well, I got the vaccine. Well, so why am, why am, why am I getting worse? I got the vaccine. So why am I beginning to develop secondary symptoms? And that's another thing because they wanted to have it, they, they wanted to be like a two shot solution, a binary weapon. Essentially, they want to inject something into your system during the first round, so your body begins to fight with itself. Is the easiest way for me to describe it. And then they'll take that second needle, plunge it into your system to overkill it. And so again, we're not even having a conversation of was this a bio weapon? Yes, this is a genetically modified disease. Is this why we need a two-step solution with vaccines? Is this why uh, vitamins and supplements are no longer useful anymore? Is this why we have to go to advanced therapeutics and regenerative technology? This is the problem because we're missing some factors here. And so whenever they miss some of these crucial data points, why do we need these things? Well, we say, well, the next best logical step is this. You see the sophistication of what they're doing. I hope so. Um, I hope so. Victor Coria says that I warned my grandma about it because she wanted to volunteer for the trials and said, hell no. Precisely. Um, this, again, look at the vaccine schedule. We're still not even talking about that. How children have to see that, I think it's like over 16 different vaccines um, and the vaccine, Bill Gates has said it himself, it will not be effective 
with the elderly. So what they're doing is they're going to kill off the elderly and corrupt some of these, 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 these growing generations. This is a shit show. Like truly, there really is no other way for me to calmly say it than that. This is a shit show and the vaccine is going to be even more deadly. You know, Jerry 25 says operation warp speed my ass precisely, man. Like bypassing regulatory flexibility, not having trials. I, I'm telling you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm not somebody that's for vaccines. I'm for building up your immune system, herd immunity and things like this. If you're going to get sick, experience it naturally. It's the same way you catch chicken pox, you got to go through that, bro. Um, and if you get it when you're old, if you don't want to get it when you're older, try to stay away from these people. With Operation Warp Speed, we're bypassing all these different things, all these checks and balances that would, if any, give us a safe vaccine. All for the name of, 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 of what? A political pandering? So when I tell you that that's gonna, you're sacrificing people's lives for this so-called reward, it's very dangerous. It is very, very dangerous. But I think inherently people already knew that. Inherently people already knew that. But the reason I wanted to mention it in this context is to move on to the next topic, how regenerative technology comes from human sacrifice. Adrenochrome, things like that. Let me see if I can read you guys real quick, a quick description of what adrenochrome is. Cause I don't talk to my phone. I'm not gonna be like, oh Siri, um, define adrenochrome. I'm not gonna do that. I am going to look it up. This is a uh, Wikipedia definition. It says adrenochrome is a chemical compound with a molecular formula, C9H9NO3, produced by the oxidation of adrenaline whenever blood reaches the air. The derivative, carbra, carbazochrome, is a hemotastic me medication. Despite a similarity in chemical names, it is unrelated to the chrome or chromium. So that is the textbook definition of what adrenochrome is. It's a medicine whenever your blood reaches, whenever, whenever it oxidizes. That's a cool thing to say, but what I'm gonna do now is go to real quick. What is this? The National Center for Violent for the for the analysis of violent crime. Oh, this put out the year I was born, January 1992. This is the investigator's guide to allegations of quote ritual child abuse. I might need to print this on. This is 46 pages. I might have to add this to my collection. It doesn't have it highlighted here, but it talks about in this National Crime Justice Reference Service, how adrenochrome is, and I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing, paraphrasing, I'm sure if I went into this, it would talk about how adrenochrome is, abdract, is extracted from children during child sex abuse and satanic ritual abuse. I'm, 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 I'm trying to scan through this um, and it is, wow, crazy. Here, let me, let me read this. Sorry, going on a quick tangent. This isn't tech and spirituality related. This is just uh, this is just this document. I'm on page nine of, of 46, trying to read and talk to you guys at the same time. It says, Satanism, a quote, new form of stranger danger. Well, while this happens, well, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play this. It says, in today's version of stranger danger, it is the satanic devil worshipers who are snatching and victimizing children. Realize this is put together in 1992. 
January. Many who warned us in the early 1980s about pedophiles snatching 50,000 kids a year now contend that they were wrong only about who was doing the kidnapping, not about the number conducted or the number abducted. This is again the desire for the simple and clear-cut explanation for a complex problem. For those who know anything about criminology, one of the oldest theories of crime is demonology. The devil makes you do it. This makes it even easier to deal with the child molester who is, quote, the pillar of the community. It is not his fault. It is not our fault. There is no way we could have known. The devil made him do it. This explanation has tremendous appeal because, like Stranger Danger, it presents the clear-cut, black-and-white struggle between good and evil as the explanation for child abduction, exploitation, and abuse. In regard to satanic ritual abuse today, we may not be where we were with incest in the 1960s, gross, but where we were with the missing children in the 1980s. The best data available now in the 1990s is the National Institute's the National Incident Studies on Missing, Abducted, Runaway, and Thrown Away Children in America. It estimates the number of stereotypical children abducted at between 200 and 300 a year, and the number of stranger abduction homicides of the children are between 43 and 147 a year. Approximately half of the abducted children are teenagers. Today's facts are significantly different from yesterday's perceptions that those who's, who exaggerated the problem however well-intentioned, have lost credibility and damaged the reality of the problem. Yeah. Um, the thing about criminals is whenever they conduct some of this stuff, they'd like to go back to the scene of the crime. Um, wow. I'm going to have to print this off and come back because this is just, this is, this is, this is head on. And I'm sorry to kind of be detracting away from you guys. Um, but I'm, I'm still trying to find the adrenochrome being mentioned in here. And I'm just like scanning through it, and it's it's, wow. Um, oh wow, I'm sorry. Um, I'll definitely I'll, I'll put this link as well in the description bar below. Again, this is the investigator's guide to allegations of ritual child abuse put out by the National Center for the Analysis of Violent Crime in January of 1992. Terrifying. And I'm sure when I go through that, it'll mention a couple of times what adrenochrome is, how satanic ritually abused children are used to extract that. Um, and again, when you look into the information regarding uh, Jeffrey Epstein and what was going on, unfortunately, even out here in New Mexico, Azoro Ranch, which is like a couple of hours away from where I'm located, they have brood mothers. And for people who don't know what brood mothers is, is you have... Jesus Christ, you have you have women being used as breeders to create offspring that is that that's, that's used to sacrifice that, that that's used during like satanic rituals. Like it's it it is nuts. This is such a rabbit hole, but the evidence is so there uh, that for some people it it it, it kind of does become like overwhelming. You know, I could, unfortunately, I could spit out too many facts when looking at satanic ritual abuse, after school Satan, adrenochrome, uh, human trafficking, child sex trafficking, child sex abuse, and all this other stuff. It, 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 it it's there. It's there. Um, you know, the, the, the problem is though, and this is how I'm having to come back to these topics. The problem though, is that it's become so open and so mainstream that now it's actually being encouraged. Now it's 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 actually being adopted. 
that's that's what I was playing that clip there for for you guys. When you've got a grown man who is willing to eat a heart in broad daylight and think that that's the the cat's meow, so, something spiritually has happened in the forest where people think it's okay to conduct this type of stuff. You see, the fact that again we have people carrying on in a borderline satanic fashion using politics as the cover to do so is emblematic of everything I'm saying when I tell you that people are looking for a political solution to a spiritual problem. Wow. I went on like a, uh, I definitely didn't, uh, I definitely, I wanted to try to take a pivot going over regenerative technology, address what adrenochrome was, talk about the medical benefits of why people would do this type of stuff and then tie it into again what's going on with things. Um, you've got people like Sandra Bullock who talks about blood facials, right? Blood facials, Sandra Bullock. She was in that movie Bird Box, I think, right? Still looks young. Why? Because she's having the blood of innocence and younger people put on her face. And she has this uh, interview, you guys can go see it over there on Ellen DeGeneres' show, uh, where she's kind of admitting that she takes the, 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 the foreskin of young Filipino children and puts it on her face to help her stay young. And out here in Albuquerque, I reported on it just last year that uh, there was a blood, it was, like a, it, was like a, it was like a blood facial treatment center that got shut down out here because they got blood from a donor that had cancer. Oh, no, 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 not cancer, AIDS. Yeah, there you go, AIDS. So all these people who were getting blood facials and trying to look youthful and young contracted AIDS. And so out here that was shut down. Yeah, thanks Rebecca, a vampire facial. There's a word for it. I'm not hip like, I'm not hip, I don't know. A vampire facial, it's a real thing. Go look it up. Um, that's just a couple of incidences, a couple of examples right there. Vampire facials, Sandra Bullock out here in uh, New Mexico, uh, a clinic being shut down because people had AIDS. You can't, you can't donate blood if you got AIDS. <laughs> and, and it's insanity. It truly is insanity. And so when I talk about regenerative technology coming from human sacrifice, that's where we're at right now with the COVID-19. That's where we have people saying, you know what? I'm gonna be a hero. I'm gonna throw myself in that wood chipper because I want X, Y, and Z to have the, vac to have the vaccine. And when you look at, again, some, some of the side effects that come, the side effects and the symptoms of receiving this vaccine, uh, what's in the vaccine again aborted fetal tissue this is not something you want in you now this is this is these these are just the biological components inside of it we're not talking about the hydrogel we're not talking about the mark of the beast style chip and the other stuff that they're going to put in there i'm talking about the biological factors that are going to mess with you you get me but how they're saying oh that's a good it's a good thing don't you see how many people we've sacrificed for your benefit to receive this vaccine? Why don't you want that? Meanwhile, they're not telling you to take vitamins. Meanwhile, they're not telling you to get fresh air. Meanwhile, they're not telling you to clean your water. They're not, they're not telling you anything that's good. 
They're telling you everything you need to become even more subservient. This is a, it's the same thing when you talk about censorship as well. This is exactly why they were killing off all those doctors, those nutritionists, those naturopaths, those, those, those holistic practitioners a couple years ago. You guys remember that, unfortunately? Because we were having that, that whole debate about natural, organic, and then synthetic and pharmaceutical crap. You had doctors like practicing real medicine. And so they started killing off doctors left and right. You guys remember that? I do, because unfortunately I had to report on it. People dying left and right for, 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 for not prescribing pharmaceutical medication. And look what happened this year. You had doctors, SWAT teams, for prescribing vitamin C. You know, I had on, um, speaking of doctors, we had on Dr. Stephanie Grutz on the show to talk about um, IV treatments and UV light treatments, like injecting your body with vitamin, or injecting your body with vitamin C and light because uh, UV light has the ability to disinfect certain things, surfaces, and so you can, I'm not sure how, but you can inject, this is my word, inject light into your system um, and I, I did a whole episode with Dr. Stephanie Grutz. And so to me, that's advanced technology. To me, that's regenerative technology that, 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 that does not require human sacrifice. But what happened? What happened whenever they said, hey, we can disinfect surfaces with UV light. Hey, you can disinfect your body with UV light. You can try vitamin C. They SWAT team doctors and they said, huh, can you believe this guy? He, he wants to use light to treat a virus. Meanwhile, you can go the hell outside and receive all the light you need to beat this virus. So here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna say, we beat COVID. We beat COVID. Get the vaccine. <laughs> it's like, what? How's that work? This is supposed to be the most deadliest virus in history and I have to have a test to see whether or not I have it? And then you're gonna give me a vaccine for whenever I, I may or may not be sick? Something about this doesn't make sense. But the fact you have people capitulating with it, going along with it, is the problem. You've got doctors coming out saying, hey, listen, we don't need to do this. We do not need to go down this route. We need to, we need to find a different approach. Doctors and scientists, PhDs, my Lord, are being silenced trying to bring you the truth. I think what this truly means is that now it's on you. Now it's on everyone else. That people like myself that do this type of work, the doctors, the scientists, right? The biologists, the immunologists, the people that put all this stuff together, we work for you. Politicians should be working for you, but we work for you. And so now it's on you guys. It's on you to hear what we're saying, put this stuff into action and say, you know what? I'm all right. We don't do that here. I'm not gonna put these microorganisms, I'm not gonna put these chemicals in my body, not in my child's body either. And we're gonna have to have that collective organized civil disobedience. Because if they don't recognize no, they recognize negative. They recognize the zero. They recognize no profit. 
And that's where we have to come from. We can't play their play their games. It's foolish. They already won. Like pigs dragging you down in the mud, they like it. Plus now you're dirty. Don't play their games. Don't even entertain them. Take a step back. And what that means in the real world, down to earth, every day to life, we'll learn that as we reach that as we reach that tipping point. But we have to prepare our minds to say no. We have to begin to say, hey, no, this this is why I'm saying no. This is why I'm gonna keep saying no. I could say yes if you could fix these couple of things, if you could provide me with answers with X, Y, and Z. But until then, it's no. And you better respect that. And it's the minute that that respect is overwritten, again, because we're in the days of violating that social contract, that's whenever the real action has to take place. That's what people will respect and that's what people will understand. They don't, they don't hear the no's now, regardless of how much information I just tell you right there, aborted fetal tissue, organisms, right? Uh, cross reactions, you, they don't wanna hear that. But the minute that you say no, and they see that response from what no is, and you live through that, that's what they'll hear. And until then, that's all we should really be focused on, is telling them no, and then moving past that. Because the sad truth is, is like I said before, later, Victor. Uh, see you next week, bud. Stay safe at school, bro. Be safe out there. They said they have to go, so I'm saying bye to Victor. Uh, I appreciate you for your kind words, my friend. They are definitely appreciated coming back. Uh, be safe out there. But when we're talking about all this stuff, you know, from the vaccines and more, people have to understand that they have a power and it starts at home. Now you have to be armed with the truth. You have to be armed with the facts. That's why they're trying to do the whole community response thing uh, with the social pressures and more. But if you're able to hold your head with some dignity and some pride and some courage and not fall prey to deception, manipulation and coercion and to stand tall in the face of adversity, like many other things, you'll still come out on top. But it's that capitulation and the submission to power that will only embolden more of these dangerous actions, my friends. And that's what we have to talk about. What no looks like and what no will continue to look like. You know, I just wanna say this real quick because uh, you've got Young and Conscious saying Finney just made me think of fentanyl don't know why, uh, but just to touch on again, some of the things that China has done to us and how right now they have essentially weakened one of their greatest adversaries. Look at how much fentanyl they just ship in here, my friends, like my God. And so when, when, when you're in this position that I'm in, you're looking at US, you're looking at Chinese troops on the border, then potentially trying to come after Taiwan, uh, coronavirus, right? Uh, working with Joe Biden, um, again, shipping in fentanyl. Uh, 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 there is there 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 is potential talks of Chinese troops training with Antifa, and uh, far far fringes of Antifa going to the Middle East um, to do all kinds of strange stuff out there. When we're talking about these different these 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 different threats that we're underneath, I think people can't really comprehend how we're already in like somewhat of a a, a war footing. We just haven't gotten out of bed and put our boots on yet. And that's the sad part. But at the same time, that really does show that, uh, how, how it really does show how far we've come and how much other stuff we have to take care of. It's just mind blowing.
But um, I think that's going to about do it for me, team. I'm not sure how much longer I have on here, but I think I want to go ahead and shut that down right there. I didn't, um, like I said, I didn't really have a whole lot of political topics. Oh, timer popped down. Political topics and conspiratorial topics to talk about. This is more or less commentary. Hopefully next week I'll have, uh, hopefully next week the vitamins and the supplements and the pre-workout, it'll be in my brain and I won't be as slow. I'll be like, oh, I'll be firing on all, on all cylinders. The vitamins and the supplements won't have to work through so much whiskey, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. The, the I, I'm trying to be all serious and stuff, and I was not serious during the break. I took some time off, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna close this out. I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for spending time with us uh, covering these issues. Lord willing, I will be here again with you guys next week covering these topics and more. Um, you know, work never sleeps, man. Work never sleeps. I'm going to close it. Sorry if I was all over the way, all over the place. Uh, we didn't really get a whole lot of responses. People didn't send us requests, and that's okay. I appreciate you guys for taking it easy on me. Um, sometimes I'm a little slow. I'm working with the best I got, man. <laughs> but that's it. We're going to take, we're, we're heading out. Thank you guys for joining us. I love you guys. I really do appreciate being able to do this. I feel like a crazy person not talking about these type of things. It's kind of crazy how how scared people are to talk about the truth, but not here, man. And I'm definitely glad that I could be here in your guys' life in this capacity. I would definitely try to show you the respect that you do deserve. And I'm sorry if I do kind of fall short sometimes. We're all, we're all working through this together. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.